0: are you lonesome tonight do you miss me tonight are you sorry we drifted apart does your memory oh my god we're recording. oh my god welcome to the podcast day. welcome to significant lovers happy whirlwind, find whirlwind find wednesday. wednesday mm-hmm <laughs> Sometimes I forget to say that. (laughs) This is uh, Mel and Kel, and this is our first cousins.
1: Yep, this is our first time recording separately in different states for this show.
0: Mm -hmm. We're on the phone right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We aren't. We aren't doing a video call. We can't see each other. (laughs) (laughs) I think I kind of like that. Yeah, me too. Video calls are. I just don't like them. If you think about it, we're kind of preparing for it to be a podcast because we're listening, mm. not seeing. <laughs> so true. <laughs>
1: we aren't taking yeah, vis- visual cues from each other.
0: That's true. Yeah, I can't can't just motion with my hands. Which so... <laughs> sometimes I think
1: when we are recording, we do like make faces, and, and that yeah. doesn't really
0: pick up. <laughs> I know. <laughs> We definitely do make faces. Um, Yeah, I'm home in Massachusetts. Shout out, Massachusetts. Mel is still in New York, so Mm -hmm. that's why we're
1: doing this. Today's episode is very special because it is our first listener-requested, officially listener-requested episode. I couldn't come up with what to cover, and so... I asked our listener Janneke from Germany what she would like us to cover because I have to say Janneke, you are one of our most loyal, amazing mm-hmm. listeners. We love all of your insights on every single episode and I feel
0: bad because oh, she's the best. A lot of
1: people we cover are like American celebrities but not necessarily famous elsewhere so she doesn't even know everybody we talk about but still listens and it is... Really means so much to us. You have no idea.
0: I know. We've talked about it before <laughs> off the mic. Like, oh my gosh, I feel bad. She doesn't know. Because Yannicka, sometimes you will comment like, I didn't know who this was, but I still love the episode. And it's so sweet. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we wanted to do someone that you love. Mm-hmm. And same same goes for our other listeners, too. Like, Some of you guys are so, so, so sweet and... love you
1: yeah I want to do more of these episodes where I'll just reach out to somebody and say pick someone and yeah as long as it's not like a crazy abusive terrible
0: (laughs) relationship (laughs) what would you do if someone was like do
1: I don't know do
0: I like one that's like Bill and Melinda Gates I know yeah I mean that might be
1: interesting. One one that's kind of interesting to me, but like I, I wouldn't want to do it. Is the what's her name? The actress that was killed, Natalie Wood. Oh, yeah, Natalie Wood. Husband, and Robert Wagner was her husband. They were like, yeah, yeah, that's very famous. Yeah, very famous Hollywood couple, and she died, and a lot of people think that he killed her, but like he was never arrested or anything. But I wouldn't want to cover that, like, just in case he did kill her, you know? I
0: think I think we can just position some episodes a little differently as if they're kind of a thriller or... That's true. ...edgy. I don't know. Because, yeah, some things are really interesting, but they are really brutal. Mm. And... <laughs> <laughs> I know, usually we're like, oh, love, we love it. Like, it's it's all romantic, but we might be missing out on some interesting episodes if we don't do anything bad, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know, we just have to spin it a different way, I guess. Yeah,
1: that's true. Um. But anyways, this one, Janneka, this was such a great suggestion because I didn't know anything about this couple. So the couple is uh, Jessica gliasso of the Veronicas, it's a very Italian last name, and <laughs> Ruby Rose, um, you might know her from Batwoman, and Orange is the New Black, and she also has done a lot of modeling. I didn't know anything yep. about this couple whatsoever, I was just telling Kelly, I do not even know that they were a couple, so this is the first time I've ever truly learned anything like completely new from scratch, and it was so interesting, and wow. it's a pretty enticing story. There's a lot to talk about, so I'm excited Ooh. to get into it.
0: I always remembered that the Veronicas, I think, got their name from the movie Heather's, which mm-hmm. is one of my favorite movies, and Winona Ryder plays Veronica. So, mm-hmm. cool connection. Yeah, and then Ruby Rose, I remember, I you know, I was on Tumblr a lot in high school, and I remember Ruby Rose was very popular on Tumblr, <laughs> like pictures of her and stuff. But besides that, I really don't know a lot either, so I'm excited.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think they got their name from the Heathers and also a comic book character named Veronica. Oh, yeah, yeah. Archie. Yeah, yeah. It's like those two Veronicas together. Yeah. If I had to pick three words to describe this couple, I would say public, Hmm. bold, and messy. Oh,
0: okay. (laughs) A messy one. I like it. Yeah,
1: we we have a few of these messy ones now. I kind of want to go back and like...
0: I would say most are.
1: (laughs) I want to go back and... Like, do you remember those things in school when you d- would do a presentation or whatever, and like you'd put some words in, and like some words would be bigger than others, cause like oh yeah, they a
0: word scramble or y- what was it called?
1: Yes, I yeah, I know, like what you're that. About. And like word I've- cloud. <laughs> yeah, word cloud. I want to do that with the three words for each episode to I see like which do that. characteristic is the most common for relationships.
0: Mm. <laughs> You should do that, Mel. And I, I also wish we were keeping track of the percentage we think people will get back I together. I know,
1: yes. And I also, no, I kind of want to, like, really, like, bring up the data on this. Like, I want to go through our stories on Instagram because we do our custody battles there. Oh, yeah. see, like, who, which one has, like, the highest variant or variation or something. Like, yeah. yeah which yeah. one's the most divisive? There's actually, there was only one custody battle that we ever did where 100% of people picked one of the people. And which was that? Can you guess?
0: I should know this. I should know this. Because I've looked through it so many times. <laughs>
1: like, literally, zero okay, 100%, people. 100%, yeah. Zero people picked. Like, picked mm. one of these people in their relationship. Do you give up? I give up. It was Albert Einstein and his wife.
0: Oh, no one picked. No. I'm surprised, actually. I am too, because Albert Einstein is like the celebrity like he's the one that we know, I know. i'm surprised because I, I bet a lot of people didn't listen to it so yeah i'm surprised they wouldn't just pick albert einstein
1: no they must have known that he was not a
0: great guy oh i didn't know that mm-hmm. before um, we did the episode i was like oh yeah einstein he's he's great yeah <laughs> yeah so that's and the one there's only been a couple where men have won yes which but one? it's not it's not impossible right no i think, I it's think happened
1: yeah, which guys have won i think jason sudeikis
0: yeah jason sudeikis
1: won uh there was one pretty I'm, recently I'm
0: right <laughs> <laughs> but then we're gonna get we're gonna get into the episode
1: oh paul mescal Oh wow mm-hmm. you know which oh, one we wait, forgot to looking? do we forgot to do robin what? fka twigs i know we can do it still
0: jane austen really beat tom lafroy yeah
1: (laughs) see that one wasn't that bad like he wasn't
0: that
1: he wasn't like a terrible guy no
0: he was he was fine yeah i'm surprised paul won okay maybe that's the only times a guy's won actually jason sudeikis and paul Mescal.
1: really what about what about so pen badgley and blake lively
0: i think blake wait we're almost, I'm um, almost there. Blake won.
1: Oh wow, yeah. 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 Women always win the custody battles. Yeah, <laughs> but who wins when it's two women? That is tough. One has to lose.
0: I know. I, I'm pretty sure for the Lindsay Samantha one, Lindsay won, and. You know what? It's a democracy. You guys vote. I love it. But I think that was wrong. Mm. <laughs> I think Samantha should have won, but whatever. People don't know who she is. I so. think
1: for the Ashley Benson and Kara Delavine one, I want to say that Ashley won. I think so too. Yeah. I have a feeling I know who will win this one. But actually, you know what? It oh. could really go
0: either way. Cool. Well, I I don't know, so I'm intrigued. Let's let's get into okay.
1: it. Okay. So, um, as we talked about, Jessica Origa or I don't her last name is tripping me up. Orgaliaso. <laughs> she is a member of the Veronicas. She was actually born on Christmas Day, nice in
0: 1984
1: with her identical twin sister Lisa in Queensland, Australia. They grew up in Brisbane with their Italian-Australian parents, Joseph and Colleen. And their parents were both very big into music, and they took the twins to a lot of concerts. Their dad used to actually be in a band in the 70s and the 80s, and he played guitar and keyboard, so he Mm -hmm. really passed that down to the girls. And they were musicians, and originally they were called the Twins as their uh, band name. And when hmm. they were 17, they sent demos to local publishers, which led them to getting songwriting credits on singles by Australian Idol winners named Casey Donovan oh, wow. and Kate Dirugo. I'm not sure. Um, and <laughs> also this Russian pop duo, which I have not heard of, um, Tattoo. Um, oh, I've heard of them. Oh, you have? Yeah. I feel like you know a lot of, like, <laughs> Russian stuff.
0: <laughs> I do, I do like Russian culture. Mm, oh, yes, mm. yes. Culture,
1: <laughs> not the government. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I do love, I do love Russia. I wish things were different. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Hopefully someday things will be different.
0: They wrote songs for them? That's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, as teenagers. Wow. And then in 2005, they signed a global record. Global record deal with Sire Records for $2 million, and they released their debut album, The Secret Life of, which had their first major hit called Forever, which peaked at number two in Australia and was featured in the film She's the Man. The mm. Manda Bynes. I think they were also featured. I was- Oh, sorry. I was
0: listening to that today and I was thinking, oh, this is such a Gossip Girl song. Yes. <laughs> you
1: no, know, yeah, very like late 2000s. They released four additional singles off that album and they spent a year on the top 40 chart in Australia. And then in 2006 they went on their first US tour with supporting acts by October Fall and a little known band named The Jonas Brothers <laughs> as their supporting act, which I think is funny. <laughs> i was actually listening to fluently forwards podcast today and oh, really they were talking about how the jonas brothers used to have a song about like australian girls and how they just wanted an australian girl and i was like oh really? that must be because they went on this tour
0: whoa connection hmm but it must be why
1: it's funny because they were like, "That's so random! Like, why did they have that?" And like, I had this little piece of <laughs> you knowledge. You knew the answer. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, <sighs> should call in. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, the reason <laughs> you comment like a mean. <laughs> <laughs> this is so- no. We we love Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> actually
1: the reason why (laughs) um and then their second album came out in 2007 they released it's called hook me up and it debuted at number two on the australian charts that's pretty impressive it is their single untouched that's like their big song um Mm -hmm. also peaked at number two and even peaked at number 17 in the united states so it really expanded them
0: outside of australia that was a big song here it was on the radio Mm -hmm. i remember it well yeah (laughs) i don't remember it
1: too well but um. oh
0: (laughs) (laughs) i liked it i think i bought it on itunes
1: i feel like i would watch am i wrong i feel like their music video for that would come on on the n a lot
0: i'm not sure
1: Like, during the commercial breaks.
0: Sorry, I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then, with the success of that album, they embarked on another world tour. And just background on Jess's dating life, in the late 2000s, she dated a musician named Azaria, real name Daniel Byrne. He's an Australian musician from the band The Follow and I read in reports from 2008 that he went missing and (gasps) no one like knew where he was and then I was like trying to find him what and I couldn't find any articles saying that he was found but I think he was found I don't think anything I
0: hope so is
1: this man still missing he's not oh my gosh I I think he later stayed good friends with Jess so he was found I hope he's safe and doing well
0: how i don't understand how did he go missing like
1: where i don't know he was reported missing and like his bandmate was also missing supposedly what yeah that's crazy but he's okay i think <laughs> um and Je- so. jess she just identifies as queer but she dates both men and women um okay so
0: right on <laughs> yeah we love it support
1: it so speaking of women then we have miss ruby rose lanaheim that's her full Mm. name she was born on march 20th 1986 in melbourne australia oh and i should say to anybody listening that would make her an aries and jess is a an aquarius i
0: believe oh so today i was in the waiting room at a hospital and this guy <laughs> he was like sixty years old, he started talking to me a bunch and he randomly was like, What's your sign? I <laughs> said "It's was a Scorpio and he's like, Oh, us Leo stay away from that. <laughs> Why didn't later, like a couple minutes later, he was like, Scorpio's a good sign though and I'm like, That's not what you just <laughs> said <laughs> Wait, I have
1: to I have to correct myself and oh to anybody who's really into astrology, you probably were mad at me for a second. She's Jess is a a Capricorn, not an Aquarius. Oh, Capricorn! Shame on you, Mal. Shame. I'm on so you. sorry.
0: <laughs> um, that's funny though. What's your sign? <laughs> I don't know why I didn't expect that from an older gentleman. <laughs> I wouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that was my random tidbit from the day. Um,
1: No, one time my dad said something about being a Taurus and I was like, I feel like for some reason I (laughs) assume that you wouldn't even know what zodiac signs are. That's weird. Your dad said that? (laughs) Yeah, he said something about how Tauruses are the best. And I was like, why is it like kind of boggling my mind right now that you even know what astrology is at all
0: <laughs> i know my parents have never talked about it
1: <laughs> i think all I my think. dad probably knows is that he's a taurus and that's it <laughs> <laughs> they're
0: the best yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's true i don't know anything else about anybody else's signs <laughs> <science.
0: laughs> i only know things about
1: my crushes mm, yeah like i only know like the compatibility with me <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Uh, So Ruby was born to a single mom, uh, Katya, who had her at 20 years old. And uh, her mom left her dad when she was really young. I think like less than two years old. And I think the dad Mm. was abusive. So Mm. they were on the run a lot. Like they were like trying to escape this dad, I guess, is the story. Dang. Her mom was an artist and she was in grad school when Ruby was really young and they really struggled financially. Uh, They lived off baked beans and mashed potatoes and they would sleep on people's sofas and in their backyard caravans and staying with different relatives and just not a very stable childhood. And at one Mm -hmm. point, Ruby ended up joining a church choir which allowed her and her mom to live in the parish. um,
0: Wow. In Melbourne. Wow.
1: Yeah very tough life um they didn't even have a tv and ruby never really even considered acting because she didn't watch tv but she always wanted to Mm be a writer and she said to variety magazine i wanted to write a book for kids that were my age i just wanted to have a way to communicate and speak to kids like me who didn't have someone i was just this kid who had no friends who was super unpopular Mm. got bullied and got beaten up at school and was like i'm going to be a famous writer Mm. and yeah one reason why she was bullied so much is because she was very much no, uh Gender nonconforming, she came out as gay at just twelve years old. And while her mom was incredibly wow. supportive, the other kids at school were really harsh about it. I mean, this must have been the nineties, two thousands, early two mm-hmm. thousands. Um, I can't do math How right now. How old was she? She was just twelve. So, and
0: she was born in eighty
1: six. Yeah, See, I guess the nineties. The nineties. Yeah. Um, she had shaved her head. And she also was, you know, poor as well. And, like, people were just so mean. I guess girls would write, we hate Ruby on the bathroom stalls. And Mm. she even had to stop going to the swimming pool because the other girls would accuse her of looking at them. And so she was really depressed and even suicidal as a kid, which is really sad. And um, she has said that, like, the boys would even hit her and they would say, like, i would never hit a girl but you're not a girl and at one point it got so bad that she was outside of a coffee shop across the street from her school and four girls and one guy brutally beat her up so badly that she got hit in the head with a metal chair and got a concussion and just very severe injuries and had to be hospitalized for several days
0: My God, that's serious. Mm -hmm. (gasps) And 50 other students
1: witnessed it from the coffee shop. And her mom wanted to press charges, but they were advised against it because they didn't have a lot of money and it just would be a really costly, Mm. lengthy legal battle. But Ruby ended up transferring schools. um, And she has said that kids who witnessed it have told her that they had like PTSD from watching it happen.
0: Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Jeez. <laughs> so, very tough, tough upbringing.
1: I'm sure that has had a big effect on her and her personality. Um, mm-hmm. In 2000. It's so fucked up. Yeah. Things started to turn around for her, though. She is a very beautiful person. She's absolutely stunning. She is. And that is is kind of her saving grace here. At 16, she joined this modeling competition for Girlfriend Model Search, which is a magazine, Girlfriend Magazine in Australia. And Mm. she said she hated modeling, though. She said that she really didn't like being constantly criticized for her appearance, but it just paid the bills. And I'm not going to say easy money, but, like, it was... Yeah. An easy opportunity. Not e- not even easy, but it was available to her cuz she was so beautiful. And right. while modeling, she worked as a customer service representative and she did school and she also took acting classes. And then in 2007, she entered a contest to be a host on MTV Australia and she won. And oh, after that, she interviewed a lot of different people and um, did a lot of just like one-off gigs to doing red carpets she also dj'd on the side and she made small appearances yeah. on tv shows and she also was a guest judge on australia's next top model so she really was like becoming a household name just kind of you know getting her you know foot in the door in different different places wow, I didn't know that. and i'm guessing doing mtv is probably how she met jess i'm not sure actually how they originally met but they first started dating in 2008
0: that would make sense Mm
1: -hmm. their first 2008 what a great time oh a really good time (laughs) that's really the pinnacle of culture is that a phrase
0: (laughs) yeah well mel you can make up your own phrases don't (laughs) need to say existing ones (laughs) I don't know if it's the pinnacle, I but I it was a good time. It's very distinct. <laughs> so, yeah, they made
1: their first appearance as a couple in April of that year. They were 22 and 24 years old, Jess being the older one. And they went to a fashion show. Cool. And, yeah, that's all I know for Australian Fashion Week.
0: <laughs> and...
1: I don't think they were really reported on too much. The next time we see them is in October. Uh, The Veronica's released their song, Take Me on the Floor, which has a line that says, I wanna kiss a girl, I wanna kiss a girl. And their music Mm -hmm. video also shows girls making out. And around this time, photos of Jess and Ruby kissing at a bar and cuddling in a restaurant came out. And this led to people online back then accusing Jess of being a faux lesbian for publicity because <laughs> it came out at the same time that that song
0: came out once again <laughs> yeah once again people are accused of faking being a lesbian <laughs> for attention, this always happens oh yeah
1: no I literally read an article actually that was about this and even referenced Lindsay Lohan it's like oh now mm-hmm. it's cool to be a lesbian like all these fake lesbians <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: They're talking about Kate. Even
0: the Phoebe Bridgers one, I feel like... Yes. Snail mail was kind of accusing her of, or of people pretending to be bi or something. Wait, snail yeah. mail was? Yeah, remember we... Oh, this is a tangent. But remember she said, like, post a picture... If, if you're a bi girl, post a picture of your boyfriend <gasps> oh, or yes. something. Oh, yes. And then Phoebe did it.
1: Oh, I didn't know that snail mail was, like, being accusatory did we talk
0: about that we did yeah and you were like oh she definitely did that on purpose or yeah <laughs> oh you know i didn't know it was. i didn't know it was ill
1: intention though i thought it was on purpose but
0: no i think it was
1: oh that's shady well honestly the comments on that video a lot of them are people like debating phoebe's sexuality it's like that's the kind of like we posted this tiktok that kind of got a lot of views a lot of people are fighting oh. like in the comments. I'm, I'm really not paying attention to it anymore, but I just see like people like arguing about her being bi or not bi. Hmm.
0: It's
1: like I don't understand why people feel the need to <laughs> assume somebody else's sexuality. Mm-hmm. But yeah, this mm. also this also was yeah, around long debate. I know. This was around the time that I kissed a girl came out that song very big song and i could see like i was kind of you know i was getting into the discord at that time and i was like i can kind of see where someone might be coming from that like it's like very much sensationalized something that is very real like
0: a trend yeah yeah yeah
1: but i think that's a lot to place on like you can't be like oh the straight girl from the veronicas is mm. pretending to be gay because it's like you don't know her at all you can't say that and yeah she's yeah, yeah. not so um yeah she was asked about this and she says that was the most ridiculously degrading thing to say if a celebrity doesn't come out and make a statement about their sexuality they're a fake lesbian what happened to privacy people say we set up shots we have people stalking us with cameras all the time are you fucking kidding me I'm not going to be tricked into feeling like I have to make a statement about something because everyone wants confirmation. I'll just live my life how I want. If they want to call me a fake lesbian and degrade my sexuality and my choices, go ahead. I'll just ignore it. Hmm. Which is so true. It's like they're really forcing her to like say, oh, I'm gay because... They're, like, accusing her yeah. of being straight. It's kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know. So was this the first time she had been in a relationship with a woman? Um, I don't... At least to the public. To the though. public. I
1: think she had had yeah. experiences previously.
0: Yeah, I know. That is stressful. I think that's people ca-
1: people kind of do that now, too, when it comes to casting for roles like they're like oh you can't cast street actors in like gay parts like (laughs) that's kind of bad i think to force actors to disclose their sexuality to play a part like you can't assume
0: i don't really get the why people say that like are they just saying that people should get representation or something yeah but really it's about it's about the character like no offense, the actor doesn't really matter. They're playing a character. We shouldn't have to even care or know who the actor is. I mean, obviously, we do all get swept up in the fascination and stuff, Mm -hmm. but, like, an actor is there to play a character. It's about the writing. It's about the characters. It shouldn't be about the actor.
1: Yeah, Um, exactly, because that's the point of acting, I think.
0: It's a little homophobic. I feel to imply that, like, a straight person couldn't possibly, like, play a gay person too i don't know yeah (laughs) isn't it i mean people say it's fluid and i don't know yeah it's it's you don't know someone's love life or innermost feelings and no
1: i i I mean i i I understand to an extent like oh like there's like there's not enough opportunities for queer actors so like we need to allow them for the roles that are not meant for them, but, like... But they should be able to play straight people, too, you know? Yeah, exactly. I just think it's a dangerous precedent that, like, people have to tell you their sexuality to <laughs> get a part.
0: Yeah. Um, Even if it's, like, kind of well-intentioned, that doesn't sound good. Ooh. As I say, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> so let's
1: see so then there's the aria awards in 2008 and jess attends with her sister lisa well i think Ruzi- <laughs> ruby <laughs> is working the event for mtv but interestingly enough there are reports that ruby was spotted kissing singer vanessa Amorosi backstage what and apparently the two were pretty drunk blasphemy um vanessa actually this woman she was kissing who i don't I'm not too familiar with, but apparently she had a boyfriend at the time, and a spokesperson then said, "We can confirm hmm. Vanessa is not bisexual. She has a boyfriend in L.A." <laughs>
0: <laughs> Once again, why do we need to confirm someone's sexuality? Like, uh, yeah, we can confirm. Also, but like she is not bisexual. <laughs> that's not confirming
1: or denying that she was kissing Ruby, though. <laughs> that's true. That's true so and her, also her boyfriend is in la that's pretty far <laughs> <laughs> that is but things are okay between the couple i think they celebrated jess's 24th birthday later that month in december in sydney with 100 close friends and jess's ex-boyfriend actually wow. attends the one that went missing so he's okay
0: oh okay good, good yeah
1: good. but It's so funny, though, because I was literally, like, searching, like, Azaria, founds. Like, I couldn't find anything (laughs) that, like, reported.
0: And then he he was at the party. He was at
1: the party, though, so (laughs) I was happy to see that.
0: (laughs) It's cool doing a totally Australian episode.
1: I know. Anyone from Australia listening? Hi. (laughs) Good day, mate. Uh, (laughs) But then their relationship must have ended because.
0: What? It
1: seems like they broke up and that's the episode (laughs) i'm just
0: kidding (laughs) they did
1: break up though
0: i was about to lose it
1: (laughs) they did and they both went on to date other people ruby in 2009 dated australian model Lindsay ann and they were reportedly engaged but then called it off what and this relationship even included a very messy and dramatic love triangle with Australian top model contestant Lola Van Voorst, who I think was dumped by Lindsay for Ruby, but then no I'm really way. confused because it seems like then Lola and Ruby dated. So.
0: Oh, wow. I don't
1: know. That's a lot of drama. Same year, Ruby also dated Australian model Catherine Mc- McNeil, and they also got engaged but called it off.
0: What? Engaged again? Yes. I'm I'm Googling these women. Um, oh, she's very pretty.
1: Also that year, unrelated to anything, actually in 2010, Ruby tweeted, I'm sorry, but Kristen Stewart has to be a lesbian. I don't mean to stereotype, <gasps> but isn't it obvious? <gasps> Which is like, yes, Kristen did go <laughs> on to date women, but I'm pretty sure that's a big no-no to like
0: <laughs>
1: to out people like that.
0: I know, but. Even though it was thirteen years ago, it was it was a different time, yeah it definitely is not cool, but I feel like people just said stuff like that all the time. I know
1: they really did, especially like at this point, like Twitter is so new, people were really running wild.
0: It was a wild west,
1: <laughs> yeah um <laughs> Meanwhile, Jess went on to date the Smashing Pumpkins singer-songwriter Billy Corgan for two years, and oh, they broke wow. up in 2012. Oh, So at the same time, Ruby's career is going in a different direction. So she really wanted to be taken seriously as an actress, so she moved to L.A. in 2012. And at this time, she really struggled to obtain an agent or a manager. All the business people that she met, told her that they wanted her to do reality TV instead because there was no openly mm. gay woman on reality TV. So they were like, you would be a huge hit in this area. Mm. But she didn't want to do that. She wanted to act seriously. So in 2014, she produced her own short film called Break Free, where she fights back against gender norms for women. It's honestly a pretty simple concept. Like She's dressed very feminine, and then she like takes off her wig and then she takes or I think she cuts her hair. She takes her makeup off and she like changes her clothes and then she looks more masculine. But it was a pretty big video for the time. Within the first two weeks, she got five million views and I think it has forty million views now. Wow! And that video really led to her success. She ended up getting cast on, on Orange Is the New Black as the character Stella Carlin, who is an mm. inmate who gets locked up um, while being abroad so she's still Australian on the show.
0: Oh. Okay, so this wasn't this wasn't like season 1, right? No,
1: I think it's like season 2.
0: Okay. Cuz I feel like I was just thinking to myself, remembering, do you remember when Orange is New Black was like the first show they would stream on Netflix that was a Netflix original? And it- I remember thinking it was so weird like what? Netflix is making shows now? Like I don't know. It was it was a huge deal. Yeah. And it was a huge okay. hit, too. It was. Did you watch
1: was... it? No. <laughs> I just watched the Did first you? season. No,
0: okay.
1: It was okay. I didn't, like, love it or hate it, to be honest with you.
0: Some, But a lot of people loved it. Yeah. It was a hit.
1: Yeah, and people loved her character. Um, mm. As you mentioned, she was really big on Tumblr. I don't... Yep. I, I'm... I don't know. I remember, t- I remember, like, Orange is the New Black being big in general on Tumblr, but because I didn't watch it, I just kind of scrolled past all that stuff. But she mostly, interestingly enough, gained a lot of attention from straight women. Yeah. They were, like, obsessed with her beauty and, like, it was the kind of the thing was, like, oh, she's, like, the woman that we would go gay for was the thing.
0: hmm Yeah. I remember people saying that. <laughs> the, this one article about her says...
1: Rose resembles an androgynous Angelina Jolie. She is a rare combination of angular and soft. She's a badass with a permanently arched brow and a Justin Bieber <laughs> haircut. In other words, she is a lesbian James Dean, and straight women are falling madly in love with her. This was written by Emma Teedle of Maclean's, a Canadian news magazine.
0: And I like that.
1: At this time, she's dating DJ Lauren Abedini. And then I don't know something must happen. They must have broken up because in 2013, Ruby began publicly dating American fashion designer Phoebe Dahl, and they got engaged after only two months. But is this is her third engagement. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my god. But they broke
1: up in 2015. Phoebe Dahl. Two months. That to me. Isn't that crazy? People. Some people get engaged in that time.
0: Yeah. That. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh my. God gold
1: crazy and days later after her breakup with phoebe doll ruby was spotted out with halsley and there were rumors that they had a fling and mm. i th- think they probably did there were some flirty tweets but not sure wow. another fling that she had supposedly before jess was demi lovato actually really mm-hmm. in october ruby tweeted I think I'll take a few days off of social media while Demi Lovato's friends attack me for being a scorned ex-lover. Get over it. (gasps) I like the hair. (laughs) What? What what
0: does the hair mean? I
1: think like Demi maybe just like had cut her hair or something. I'm not sure. Then Demi Lovato fans freaked out. And so then Ruby (gasps) tweeted, I'm the one person Demi has slept with that didn't sell naked photos of her. So F off. (gasps) oh my gosh <laughs> yeah you're the one person that didn't sell naked photos but now you're publicly talking about sleeping with her online i think that's kind of worse to be honest Aye. with you <laughs> Oh my
0: God. why were they mad at her to begin with though? i
1: don't know but i don't know why she took it to twitter it's kind of attention seeking
0: <laughs> it is i just randomly googled phoebe doll because i was like oh it sounds familiar i don't know um and I don't know if I've heard of her before, but apparently her grandfather was Roll Dahl. Oh. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy.
1: Anyway. That makes sense. I don't know <laughs> if it's a really common name. Uh, Lil well. Tiz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. And then... Ruby also tweeted about that. Demi Lovato exchanged. What just happened to me on Instagram wasn't very nice and I retaliated because I stood up for myself. It's all sorted out now. Back to business. I do think Mm. she has a very... She has very low impulse control when it comes to social Mm. media and can be a little (laughs) attention-seeking. And that will be a theme throughout this episode. Oh. And Demi... She was interviewed about this, and she said, rumors are rumors, and people are going to spread them. You can believe what you want, but no, I was not in a relationship with her. By the way, love is fluid. So, (laughs) I think they probably did hook up. Probably. Uh, And then Jess also dated musician Josh Katz of the band Bad Flower for two years until 2016. She likes musicians. Yeah. Makes sense. They have that in common. Mm Mm-hmm. So then Ruby and Jess reunited in 2016 when Ruby wrote and directed the Veronica's music video for their single On Your Side. And in this music video, Ruby also stars in it and like they are acting as a couple. They're making out. They're doing oh co- couple
0: things. Like it's very romantic and sexual. But they're exes. Mm-hmm. Wait, so how long had it been since they broke up? Uh eight years. Wow. A really long time. <gasps> uh but
1: they had stayed friends, I think. But they weren't Oh. They weren't romantic or anything before this from wow. when they broke up. And in the music video, like Ruby's character has an overdose and I wasn't really sure if that was supposed to be representative of something that happened in their real relationship. Because Hmm. when asked about this music video, Jess said, it's me, me and Ruby Rose. And it's our love story in the video. It's about the dynamic, the highs and the lows of people in love in a relationship. Wow. She also said, we have been friends for eight years, a really long time. And it just was honestly the craziest thing. We just reconnected over doing this video. She wrote and directed it. And is in it with us, and we just sort of fell in love again. Yeah, I guess so. And she also said, "Are they back together?" Yeah, so they're back together. Like they got, they fell (gasps) in love while shooting the music video. This is this was like they're coming out as a couple and she also said she reminds me exactly how much last time definitely happened she doesn't let me forget anything i don't know it's just crazy a crazy thing when you care about someone for so long and then you have the chance to be able to reconnect we've grown up a lot we met very early on and we were very different people
0: wow <gasps> i know i can't believe this that is a
1: really eight years is a really long time to reconnect
0: yeah yeah but when they were doing the video, they, at that point, they were still exes, right? Dad, yeah, I kind of didn't understand that because she was like, it's our that's love story, crazy. but... <laughs> I can't really imagine doing, making a story with my ex about our relationship, but... I know. Wow. <gasps> I know, I feel like that's like... That's you, really sweet. You kind of had to expect that you're going to get back together maybe (laughs) oh my i mean yeah it would definitely bring up feelings yeah it reminds me of on on the show girls i don't know if you remember this but like adam started making a movie some kind of short film where they were like acting out him and hannah Mm -hmm. and then it made him like want to be back with hannah
1: Mm -hmm.
0: spoiler then it didn't work out i think
1: that happens with artists
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah just, those artists <laughs> they relive
1: their relationship yeah fall in love all wow, over again
0: that is really cool mm-hmm.
1: <gasps> and ruby posted on instagram a photo of her and jess in beds together in lingerie i think from the music video and captioned it on your side and i didn't realize but just at this time is also just to give you a historical contacts she is a member Mm -hmm. of taylor swift's squad at this time
0: oh Mm -hmm. was she in the bad blood music
1: video? i think she was yeah oh and she in interviews refers to taylor as her best friend okay
0: that's interesting
1: yeah because i i i think they are close friends but i don't think they're best friends and (laughs) (laughs) i think i i don't want to say that's like a little bit a not attention-seeking, but, like, I just think it's a little bit of a stretch. But
0: mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, Taylor has so many so-called best friends. I
1: know. It's impossible to have that many best friends.
0: Like, what happened to Lord too?
1: You're so right. <laughs> Do they even talk they anymo- were. They were, like, best friends. Yeah. Supposedly. I mean, it was... That was a criticism of Taylor at the time. That, like, every time a woman was, like, up and coming in Hollywood or the music scene that she would, like, take them under her wing and, like, put them in her <laughs> squad. So they were always kind of, like, in the background of her still.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think I intentional, think, Lord, I think she said something once, because she lives in New Zealand pretty much all most of the year, most of the time, and I think she said something once, like, I don't hang out with those people. or mm. I, d- I don't know. Yeah. I don't think... I, I'm sure they hung out and had good times, but. Yeah. Anyway. that definitely ended, the squad stuff. Wow. Um,
1: then in December, Paparazzi snaps photos of Ruby and Jess embracing each other while on a break from a photo shoot. And the two of them, along with Jess's twin sister, Lisa, went to the Secrets of the Lake Rainforest Retreat in Australia for Christmas, and they posted a picture on Instagram together. Hmm. Nice. And then it's 2017. Ruby stars in the XXX sequel, The Return of Xander Cage. Never, honestly never heard of this. I think oh, it's something that people are fans of, but totally wasn't ever on my radar, to be honest with you.
0: Was it like rated X or something?
1: No, it's like an action oh.
0: thing.
1: Oh. <laughs> you haven't heard of it either?
0: No. It's with Vin
1: Diesel. Oh. One of those things. Um, <laughs> but the two attend the premiere together. They walk the red carpet, and Ruby says, Jess is the most amazing person. We just jam every night. We play music and sing and cook dinner. And she's amazing. She's wonderful. She's always such a moral support for me, a moral compass. I'm glad she came tonight.
0: Mm, I can't believe uh, it's still just so cool that they got back together after eight years. I know. It's the really part. sweet. It's really sweet.
1: Um, I I feel like it's tough because I know the full story so like I'm not as like wow it's amazing oh okay okay
0: (laughs) all right keep going it does
1: seem like people I have to also take you back to this time like people were really shipping this couple actually like they had a really big following especially on tumblr people I mean they just seemed like not to use this word again, but the pinnacle of <laughs> of love at this time, especially like as an openly like lesbian couple, young, yeah. both beautiful, like they really seemed like they were, as one would say, like goals, you know.
0: Oh. Very sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That happens on his pocket. I felt that way during the Scott Fitzgerald and Zelda one. You're like, oh, cute. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if that's
1: all I knew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then in February of 2017, Ruby's interviewed for the March March issue of Cosmopolitan. And she says... About their relationship. It was the last thing I expected to happen, but when you're involved in something you're pas- both passionate about, it's not unusual to become attracted. We're now the people we wished mm. we were back then. And in the same article, oh. she says that she has a very healthy sex life and that she likes to explore and she also says that she's not looking to get married anytime soon and that according to the media she's been engaged 5 times but she does not <laughs> say but she does say that she wants kids someday and that a long-term partnership is important to her
0: okay according to the media 5 times but it has been 3, three right yeah. <laughs> i think <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she's like Brad Pitt. I know. There's <laughs> a lot of failed engagements. Wow.
1: Um on Valentine's wow. Day, Ruby posts a collage of throwback pictures and she captions it. We have some pretty we have made some pretty bad decisions in our lives, mostly hmm. fashion related. But one decision we never regretted is loving each other. Happy Valentine's Day, Jess Jessica. And then just commented Aww. six emojis, including one of two hmm. girls kissing, a love heart, and a lipstick kiss. Hmm. And then in March, they're somewhat long distance. Ruby is filming two movies in the United States um, Meg and Pitch Perfect 3, which I didn't even know that they made a Pitch Perfect 3. Did you? Mm, I don't
0: think so, but I never saw the second one either. Me neither. So. <laughs> I I did know about the Meg though. Yeah, I
1: liked <laughs> Pitch Perfect one, but I didn't feel like I needed to see like what happened. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, edge on uh, edge of your seat. What what happens next? Yeah, I don't
1: know. <laughs> I do think Pitch Perfect was very another like what like symbol of the times. Of, like, the oh, early yeah. 2010s as well.
0: Yeah. Acapella was in yeah. G2. Uh, yeah. Just the quirky, nerdy mm-hmm. vibe going cup on. Cup song. People people <laughs> became really ob- obsessed with, like, cup instruments.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but I didn't know she was in that.
1: Yeah, she was in the third one, at least. Maybe the second one, too. Okay. Um, but it seems like despite the distance, they're really making it work. When she has a few days off, Ruby actually flies from L.A. to Sydney to spend just a few days with Jess for the Sydney wow. gay and lesbian Mardi Gras where Jess is performing. So really a whirlwind trip for World Win Wednesday. Yeah, <laughs> for whirlwind <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> Next month, Jess and Ruby are speculated to be house hunting together after they were spotted touring Jared Leto's $2 million L.A. home, which was listed for sale. Oh my gosh. I don't think they bought it, though. But they <laughs> were photographed at the open house. And in the same month, it seems like they take a trip together to somewhere mountainous and foresty. Not really sure where, but Je- Jess posts a photo to her Instagram in which Ruby is topless and she's facing the scenery. And she captions hmm. it. There's something beautiful about disappearing somewhere no one else can find you, except the only person you never need to hide from. Oh, interestingly enough, this same <laughs> month, Ruby unfollows Jess's twin sister Lisa on social media.
0: Uh, what? That's not good. Mm-hmm. So we'll check good. back with that later. <laughs> <laughs> People notice that.
1: People notice that. Um, yeah. Only a few people at the time, but then it became a more important detail later on. Okay. But for now, things seem okay. In May, Jess posts a photo to her Instagram of a '64 American Telecaster guitar that Ruby gifted her, which is valued at around four thousand dollars. Hmm. In the following month, Jess tells reporters that she's teaching Ruby how to play guitar in june they attend the glamour women of the year awards together and they hold hands on the red carpet and jess wears all white and ruby wears all black and they just look very yin and yang and it's very beautiful (laughs) very cute and in august jess and her twin sister lisa fly home to brisbane to sadly visit their mother colleen who is very sick she at the time they didn't know like what like what was wrong with her but now we know she had a very rare brain disorder called um, progressive supranuclear palsy, which causes oh, neurological no. issues, including speech impairment and dementia.
0: Oh, it's so sad. It's
1: really sad, and they d- they didn't know like what was wrong with their mom, but she was very sick, and I think she kept getting misdiagnosed with things. And Ruby mm-hmm. flew down with Jess for support, and Jess posted a photo of her and um, their mo- like uh, the twins' mom Colleen. and Colleen is sitting on Ruby's lap in the hospital, and the caption says, "Loves of my life, Ruby in a butterfly headband, gift- gifting care bear slippers to my pixie mama and matching flannel is my favorite thing about today." So mm. it does seem like Ruby was like a very solid support system through that, which is nice. Mm. So sad. I know it is really, really sad. Then in October, it's the, uh, the ARIA Awards is announced, which is the Australian Grammys. And okay, I don't think I said that earlier. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the On Your Side music video, which is the one that jess and ruby starred in it was not nominated for the best music video which is a fan voted category and jess got really upset about this it wasn't nominated okay jess got really upset about this and she put on twitter nothing like having on your side past 20 million views tackle real issues lgbt visibility and still not get a best vid nod by at aria official and she also tweeted, can't wait for the equality theme they pushed this year while snobbing the most watched LGBT video of the year because of ego and politics. And after this... So wait, how were, how were they
0: nominated?
1: So they weren't nominated. No, I mean, you said that it was a fan voted? Oh, yeah. So... How,
0: how were the nominations
1: determined? Oh, so the nominations, I think, are determined by the Academy... Okay, but then when it's like actually time to pick the winner, that's a fan voted one, I think.
0: Mm. I don't like it when people don't when people complain about not getting awards. Yeah, no, feels really entitled to me. Well, you know
1: who didn't like it either was (laughs) who? Jess's twin sister Lisa, because after this, there were a ton of headlines that were saying like. The Veronicas slammed the Aria Awards, and so then Lisa posted, Jessica Veronica, not the Veronicas on Twitter. Oh. So this led to people speculating that the two sisters were feuding, and then people Mm. started to catch on to the fact that they haven't even posted any photos together in many months. Oh, my. Mm -hmm. But I could see being Lisa and being like being pissed about that because it's like I don't want like you said it's like even if like you feel like you had been robbed for an award like it's just I don't know. It
0: feels very entitled to me. I don't know. I hate it personally when people complain about not getting awards. It's just Mm -hmm. there's so few people that can get nominated and I don't know. I think it's very I mean it's it's
1: nuance like sometimes i do think like people are very obviously robbed when they should have gotten nominated and like and and there are times but it's subjective it is really subjective but sometimes like especially like i can understand when it's like okay like sometimes the oscars it's like all the nominees are white or something like it's like i i understand like as a whole like being like okay this seems like a very biased Mm -hmm. selection of films but in this one instance, yeah. it's like, what if your music video wasn't actually
0: like up to par
1: with everything else that was chosen?
0: <laughs> what if I haven't seen it? I'm sure it's great, but like, what if it just wasn't the best? What if they preferred the other ones? You know, yeah. they can't they can't just give it to you because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's tough. Uh,
1: and I just think it also. I'm sure if you're Lisa, you're like, hey, I don't want to spoil our relationship with the australian recording artist association True. like i don't i don't want us to like have a bad relationship with them moving forward yeah 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 so oh, like
0: speak for yourself mm-hmm. the
1: so then a month later same sex so i don't even realize this same sex marriage wasn't even legal yet in australia oh but a month later the australian people voted in a survey that they wanted to legalize it
0: nationwide this was 2017 yep isn't that crazy wow yeah it is. Know, is that? but i mean it's only a couple years after the u.s i
1: know that's true
0: <laughs>
1: it just feels like it's a it is crazy <laughs> though i don't know 2017 feels so recent i know it does uh so jess's sister lisa posted a tweet celebrating her excitement over the decision saying oh i'm so happy or something i actually didn't write down what she said but <laughs> 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 she was happy i bet <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> and as a reaction to this ruby ruby rose tweeted so <gasps> glad to see lisa Orglioso screaming." Screaming in excitement about the yes vote after telling us she thinks that we should feel lucky we don't get stoned to death like they do in other countries and to get over it a few months ago really warms my heart.
0: <gasps> oh, damn. Mm-hmm. She
1: posts that about her girlfriend's, her girlfriend's identical twin sister. Oh,
0: yeah. Twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even your sister.
1: And I should say, like, I didn't even mention this, but like. Jess and Lisa grew up like best friends. Like they're identical twins, like joined at the hip. Mm-hmm. Like literally, and they're like, in
0: a band together. Mm-hmm.
1: Like they're thick as thieves. These two girls. A day- so mm-hmm.
0: Lisa is
1: straight. Yes, or okay, mostly dates men. It seems she's mostly been in long term relationships with men. Okay, I don't, I don't know if she's been with a woman, but seems like she always has a boyfriend okay um but like i mean there's there's more tweets that will come after this but i just think like that's pretty low of ruby to tweet that about lisa even if lisa said like get over it even if lisa Mm. said like oh you're lucky you're not stoned to death which i can see being upset about to so then take yeah. it publicly to Twitter is, I think, <laughs> really shitty.
0: Yeah, I I don't like when people air their family drama and stuff like that. I want to know what Lisa meant by you should get over it. Like, get over what? Well, I have a was feeling. Was it about the, was it the ARIA award Yeah, I mean, thing? yeah, that's what I'm guessing it was. I'm guessing Jess was
1: mad that the music video wasn't nominated and Lisa got mm-hmm. mad that she attacked. a big stink about yeah, it. Yeah, made a big stink about it and probably said, like, maybe she said, oh, you should be lucky. You're not stoned to death or something like that. I, but I don't even think she's, like, I don't, mm. I'm guessing Lisa's not a homophobe. Like, it seems like she was excited about this decision. and Like, she probably did say something offensive. But, like, to then take it to... To Twitter and yeah. the political climate that they're in, like, knowing that people are going to go after Lisa, like, I think that's pretty shitty. I
0: know. Like, that's a very
1: private You can't discussion. take that back, really, no. too. And to make her seem <sighs> like she's, like, homophobic, obviously she's not. Her twin sister,
0: her best friend, is gay. Yeah. I do think that would suck to hear, like, maybe belittling, like, I don't know if they are complaining about you know, the state of gay people in Australia and how much it sucks. And then she says, like, well, at least you're not getting stoned. And, yeah. I don't know. No, it is belittling. like Middle East yeah. or whatever, but... It's tough. It but, is... Yeah, I'm sure she isn't, like, a full-blown homophobe. And, like, maybe it was t- taken out of context. I don't know. No, I think so. And, like, also, like... I think families
1: have, it is, like, if you're that close with someone, like, you're gonna say something offensive to them, but, like, you need to work (laughs) that out privately, unless it's, like, to a point where it's, like, there's no coming back from that, like, if I said every, like, if I was famous... Like I could cancel every single family member if I like said every shitty thing they've ever said or done. Well, yeah. well family, <laughs>
0: family is always way harsher to family because you can be exactly because there's just a trust have walls there. Up. Yeah, 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 and that's that's <laughs> like you miss. Yeah, you <laughs> misspeak around them. Like you say, yeah, really
1: hurtful things sometimes when you really want to hurt them yeah but like it's because you know that they're never gonna leave you which maybe is not a good thing but it's like to then have ruby like go and like paint her out to be this villain i think that's like really shitty
0: Hmm. that would be really tough i think that'd be really hard for jess Mm -hmm. that's such an awkward position to be in
1: yeah, so oh. a day later, Ruby posts an Instagram story with Jess asleep in her arms, and she writes, I'm always, and Jess is asleep, and they're at the airport waiting for a flight. And J- Ruby writes, I'm always woke, though, because I'm her little protector. Mm. And then people get mad at Ruby for going after Lisa, and she says, It's an emotional day. I'm a human being and need to remind myself not to let the people below try to drag me down. And then a few days later, Lisa posted a response and she said this past week i have been accused of making intolerant statements and holding intolerant views i did not make those statements and i do not hold those views sexuality has never played a factor in my acceptance of people or their relationships i have and always will continue to show my unwavering support for the lgbti community with pride and continue to celebrate love acceptance and tolerance within our country and community Mm. And, like, I don't know her personally, but, like, up until, like, even, like, a year before, like, Lisa was hanging out with Ruby and Jess. Like, she was posting pictures of them. Mm. Like, she, like, her whole, the whole Veronica's music video was, like, Jess and Ruby, like, making out. I just would find it hard to believe that she would be, like, homophobic in that case. (laughs) Just think it's a really strong accusation to make.
0: (laughs) I could actually see her being annoyed that ruby is kind of becoming the center of attention. Yeah. With their band. <laughs> what did Lisa do in the video? I don't th- I don't I don't know if she was in it actually. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um
1: so then Jess released her own statement and she said with the current oh my conversation God. that was happening in the lead up and outcome of the marriage equality result this week, I feel it is necessary to share some feelings. I may not have struggled with inner turmoil, but that doesn't mean I haven't struggled with people close to me, degrading my sexuality because of their own personal judgments or ignorance. People can publicly Mm. support the LGBT community, but behind closed doors inflict deep pain because of their own inability to accept or understand you as a part of that community she's added that oh, can be no. particularly difficult and a heartbreaking experience but one that has been a private and real struggle in my life for anyone struggling in silence please know that you are not alone
0: is she talk about her sister sounds like it oh no her identical
1: twin sister and i just find it really sad that the sisters are fighting at this time because keep in mind their mom is very very sick And they have been close their entire life. And it seems like they would be, like, the Mm. only two people who would really understand that experience with each other. And, like, it would be nice if they could, like, lean on each other through it. But. Yeah. Mm. Sad. It doesn't seem like they have each other. Then in December, Ruby. And I'm sure it sucks, too, if you're a hardcore Veronica's fan. (laughs)
0: Yeah, it's oh awful. my god! It seems like they're breaking up. Yeah,
1: which oh. I feel like usually, like I remember, like people were upset about the Jonas Brothers breaking
0: up. It's like, <laughs> but they're siblings. I don't know. It's <laughs> it is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, bands break up all the time, mm-hmm. but you just don't expect that with siblings. No. Oh well, Oasis, the brothers hate each other. Oh really? Yeah, they absolutely hate each other. <gasps> What if we did a podcast about siblings?
1: <laughs>
0: Significant siblings. <laughs> yes, that could be we one could. Of, that could be one of our spin-offs. Mm. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's
1: like that's probably that's an area people haven't really delved into at all. The sibling relationship. At least I think. I don't know. There's nothing like being best friends with a family like Kelly and I we, oh, we are best friends but it's like oh shucks because we're also related to each other we have this like glue that keeps us together that even if mm-hmm. we have a disagreement it's like we're never gonna stop it's being a deeper level yeah it's way deeper yeah and, <laughs> like we could have a falling out like in theory like we could have a falling <laughs> oh out God. where we like don't speak to each other which I don't envision happening but oh if it did it's like we'd still see each other at family events every now and then so
0: yeah yeah it it's it's definitely different from just regular friends i don't know i feel like that you can envision someone just totally disappearing from your life or mm-hmm. you know not being in touch anymore but yeah i know i feel like it's not as possible with family so yeah
1: With a regular friend fight, like, sometimes you can be, like... Oh, yeah. Oh, that's it. This is over. Yeah, this is over. I know. And, like, you don't... With family, (laughs) it's, like, they're always going to be your family.
0: So, like... Yeah. There's... I know. Some of my friends, we really, like, we don't have arguments. And so I feel like even if we had a little bit Mm -hmm. of a scuffle, I would feel, like, very anxious that our friendship is over forever or something, you know? It's so funny, like... In our group
1: message with like me, you and Caitlin and Shannon, sometimes we can get in an argument about something so silly, but then in a different group message, we're like talking about something unrelated. Utterly-
0: <laughs> I know. I feel like we haven't had as many arguments lately.
1: No. Yeah. It's usually like two people, <laughs> two people like like either a movie or an actor or something <laughs> and two people
0: don't you know it's so stupid <laughs> it's always two verse two which is good yeah but no they would be so sad if it's three verse it, one it has been three verse
1: one before yeah but it's usually i feel like it's not i don't feel like i've ever been the one <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're lucky yeah <laughs> Anyways, I don't know. I feel like maybe Caitlin's been the one before. Yeah, and I think Shannon, maybe. Oh, (laughs) maybe me, but I can't remember. So it's all good now. (laughs) (laughs) They usually don't last very long. (laughs)
1: Um, But so, yeah, Ruby goes on the Aussie radio show, Kyle and Jackie O. This must be a very popular show because it keeps coming up in my research with this couple. Okay. And she's there to promote Pitch Perfect 3. And she's she opens up about the difficulties in their relationship and just being long distance. And she says, Every relationship has its ups and downs and great moments, but that's what I love about it. I swear by it with every relationship ever, and that's therapy. I think it's the greatest thing for an individual first. You need to know yourself and heal yourself and love yourself to love someone else. We all communicate so differently depending on what we've been through in our lives and what walls are up. So doing therapy and then just working together, you find another level of understanding and appreciation. We're at a point now where we properly know how to communicate long distance, which I think has been the hardest thing. So basically Mm. revealing that her and Jess are in couples therapy.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. Which... Interesting. I think couples
1: therapy, it does seem like it is a good thing. But to be in couples therapy that early into dating is quite rare, would you say, right?
0: Yeah, I would I would say. It is a good thing, but I know, I think you, uh, maybe this is just our biases going into it or something, yeah. but usually you think of it as a couple that's been together for a long time and they're trying to make it work because it's important to them. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, they. I guess they reunited after a long time, but... Mm-hmm it is surprising
1: it's surprising i don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing though like because i almost wonder what it would be like if couples like just did couple therapy like from the get-go like if that (laughs) was i I wonder (laughs) yeah (laughs) i'm not sure uh wow so then they attended the pitch perfect three premiere together along with ruby's mom katya and uh, just posts a photo of the three of them together and says last night with two of my favorite women in the world rubes you work so hard in the strength of your beautiful mind and body as they carry you through all your dreams inspires me every mm-hmm. day you don't need this dress to shine but god you looked perfect wow and they're photographed kissing at the airport
0: together <laughs> <laughs> that's really sweet <laughs> it is really
1: sweet they seem incredibly supportive of each other and just like madly in love oh then it's 2018 and ruby undergoes spinal surgery because of a herniated oh disc that she got while playing the Batwoman in the cw shows there's like a couple shows where she plays Batwoman woman in okay um and she needs to be in a wheelchair. And then she has a walker and a cane. And she posts what? about how she's struggling with it. Uh, and then she also posts on Instagram a picture of her and Jess with a sh- caption that says, behind every strong female lead is another strong female lead. Mm. Um, she's very big into I want to
0: know what's up with Lisa. I know. Yeah. <laughs> that'll, that'll come
1: up. So, in fact, okay. it seems like things are actually <laughs> patched up with Lisa, Um, Because Jess posted Instagram a photo of her, a friend, Ruby, Lisa, and another friend together with a caption that says, this week I experienced what it truly means to love myself. And these three souls were waiting to surprise me and welcome me home. Actually, I think only one friend besides the two of them. Wait a second. Who wrote this? Jess. Okay. So. Carry on. Seems like things are good. Um, then it's March, and it's the 10-year anniversary of when Ruby and Jess first met, and Jess oh. shares a photo of them together from 2008 with a heart-shaped balloon that says, love you, and she wrote, 10 years ago, I met a goddess, hmm. and Ruby commented, 10 years with you, that's my answer. Wow. But then in April, on April 1st, Ruby announced that the couple has officially split up. She says, What? I've shared the past two years learning and sharing my life with an amazing human being, an experience for which I am very blessed. Breakups are always incredibly hard on the people involved, but I can only be grateful for the experiences we shared. It's with a heavy heart to share that Jess and I parted ways a few months ago. We still love each other very much, and I will always support her and be her biggest advocate. Which it wasn't a few months because when was the post That was three weeks ago? Yeah, when was the post three honestly Ruby? What? Ruby, I kept catching her in lies when it comes to the duration of time. And I think like maybe it's unintentional, but like she would always say like she would be like, Oh, back when we were together in two thousand nine, like no, actually you were Mm. together in two thousand eight. Or like
0: she would Yeah, and she, technically, that wasn't 10 years together. No,
1: she she would say stuff like that a lot, uh, Ruby, <laughs> where she would like really exaggerate how long something was. Interesting. But so people thought this was an April Fool's joke, obviously, because it was April 1st. Oh. <laughs> That's stupid day. You should not, an- oh, my God. you should not announce a breakup on April 1st. Yeah, you should not.
0: <laughs> you shouldn't announce anything on April 1st. That reminds me, Um, Rob and FK Twig's engagement was yes. came out on April 1st. Yeah. But that turned out to be true. And I'm guessing this turned out to be true, too? It was, yeah. Because then Ruby tweeted...
1: I understand it's April 1st, but I would never use something so personal as an April (gasps) Fool's joke. (laughs) Really bad timing. That tells me that she didn't really think about it before posting that. Because I feel like you would Mm. be like, okay, no, I can't put this out today. I'll wait till tomorrow.
0: I think it's a little weird posting about it in general. I know some celebrities do that, but what do you think? Yeah,
1: I've seen some non-celebrities do it. (laughs) <laughs> i yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be really weird <laughs> to make a don't statement know, about all, your I, breakup i can
0: i can totally get posting like an instagram picture that's kind of like sad or like going through a breakup or i don't know but it's weird to like talk about your recent partner like in the third person mm-hmm. and some kind of like pr type of statement i don't yeah, know because it
1: almost sounds like like when someone <laughs> when you announce like someone in your family died or something like we mm. you know they meant so much to me it's like I don't know because with a breakup like there's <laughs> a lot more complex feelings that go into that like usually you're not really yeah. like oh I wish them the best it's it's like no like allow yourself to just be like bitter and upset about it in private like you don't <laughs> need to like put on this facade to the public that you're really sad that you're really happy for them you know
0: yeah I th- think i would be pretty freaked out and maybe even like devastated if my ex-boyfriend posted <laughs> something like that yeah i feel like that's like it's really over <laughs> i would be reeling <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh my god i don't know. it's a kind of embarrassing
0: i know yeah i'm uh, very well yeah pe- people do it very PR uh yeah
1: I hate these like HR templates that
0: people are speaking (laughs) with (laughs) me too (gasps) hopefully that dies out someday oh yeah definitely
1: (laughs) I just got an HR template myself a couple weeks ago it was not great I would rather someone be like I would rather somebody be like hey yo just I just really you. don't like you that much like let's end this now than to be like a whole statement that's like
0: yeah <laughs> reflecting on my needs I yeah. don't think that you and I can offer each other what the other is looking for and I can't on- <laughs> serve in an emotional capacity oh <laughs> I it's so heartless
1: yeah it sounds like you're getting laid off You know <laughs> <laughs> Man, people need to stop okay but so yeah they broke
0: and them. i feel like whoever posted first it feels like they chose it exactly probably no that's so true
1: it seems like they were in control which i think is actually the opposite in the situation but oh i mean it's really over once you post that like there's no going back yeah from that. what I, happened i don't think Oh my God! Wait, I totally forgot to actually say this thing that happened years ago. Ugh, I'm mad at myself. That's okay. So before we well, asked,
0: what happened, and you have some insider knowledge. Yeah.
1: So I must have skipped some, some this part in my notes. But like months before this, Ruby actually deleted her every single picture of Jess from her Instagram. <gasps> so people had actually speculated that they had broken up. Like, months before. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, that is, like, very telling if someone deletes every picture. But yeah. then they were spotted out together, like, a couple days later. And Ugh. I think that's, like, when they attended some event together. So mm. they must have broken up and gotten back together.
0: Yeah. Damn.
1: But so that kind of shows, I think, that maybe there was some rockiness in the relationship to begin with. So they're broken up and in may ruby posts a screenshot of a tweet to her instagram which reads the greatest act of love is letting go if you love them let them grow to go if they come back Mm. dot 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 and then diamond ring emoji what Mm -hmm. so to me that says that ruby thinks that like she's letting jess go so that she'll come back to her you know oh like to me that says meaning jess ended it that's what i think Mm. so then following the split jess is seemingly she's focused on her family like her mom is very sick she's home in brisbane Mm -hmm. with her sister and they are doing a dementia memory run and walk together seems like they're really just there for their mom they even postponed their upcoming album just to spend time mm. with their mom so i don't think so jess hasn't said anything about the breakup i don't even know if she's like thinking about it she's really just focused on you know her family well that's good mm-hmm then in July, I think it seems to me like Ruby and Demi Lovato are hooking up because Whoa. <laughs> Demi commented three heart-shaped emojis on one of Ruby's posts, and then Ruby responded to it, hurry. And then Ugh. Ruby also posted a story <laughs> of her legs on a yacht with her hand on her crotch, and then she tagged Demi Lovato where her crotch is. Whoa, okay. That's very telling. Yeah. <laughs> then Ruby wow. seemingly confirms that she's in a new relationship because she does a Q&A on her Instagram stories. And someone asks, do you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend? And she posts a picture of her and a male friend. And she writes, this is my man, but my what? girl is none of your business, LOL. Hmm? So I don't know if she's really... I don't know if she's dating Demi Lovato or if she's dating someone else or if she just wants to make it seem like she's dating somebody else, you know? Hmm. Like she could have asked that. Who was that guy? I don't know. Some <laughs> random guy. <laughs> she could have asked. But she's th- not dating him? No. She could have honestly asked okay. that own question in like the Q&A just to like have that answer, you <laughs> know?
0: <laughs> you think that's a possibility? Yeah,
1: I think so. <laughs> this is only really three months after the breakup oh i do think she was sucking up with demi gone to my head yes <laughs>
0: it seems like it that in- hurry that kind of grosses me out for some reason her and demi i well, would no, the comment hurry oh i know hurry
1: <laughs> it sounds like come have sex with me it's just so public like i just yeah i don't I don't know. I think it's a little attention <laughs> sinking, especially since Jemmy is like a more famous person, but that's just me. Mm. Um, then in September, Jess does a Q&A on her Instagram, and someone asks her, and I wonder if she just wrote this herself. Someone asks, how do you break the cycle of going back to a relationship that brings out the worst in you? And oh. she gives a lengthy response. She says, please don't be hard on yourself about it. It's possible that you were caught in a chemical cycle called trauma bonding. We produce the stress Mm -hmm. hormone cortisol when we are in an unhealthy or abusive relationship paired with dopamine when given affection as a reward. Our bodies actually become addicted to that cycle. It can keep us in an unhealthy relationship for a long time and explains why some breakups feel like purging an addiction when it's over. We are essentially having Mm. to break a biological dependence as well as an emotional and psychological one. Take steps like you would breaking an addiction. A 12-month program or a 12-step program or any support system that can help you with reminding you to stay strong and keep moving forward. Wow. That's very telling to me. Like, that tells me that she, in that moment, has really done a lot of research about coming out of unhealthy relationships. Yeah. Which, to me, is very... Indicative probably of what happened with her and Ruby.
0: Hmm. Probably another person asks, (gasps) Oh no,
1: and again, I wonder if this if she just wrote this herself. But (laughs) someone asks, Is a partner not getting along with your family a deal breaker? And she says, Oh, there are a lot of people in our lives who might not get along with our families, even ourselves at any time. It depends on the relationship and personalities at hand. There's a Big difference between someone not getting along with your family and someone outright abusing, manipulating, and bullying your family and or isolating Whoa. you from them. The latter tends to be the deal breaker for me. Speaking from experience? <laughs>
0: yeah, I think so. But that's because I feel like yeah, I don't know. If someone asked me that question, I feel like I wouldn't because I haven't really experienced that, I wouldn't be able to say something like that. Like that's a deal breaker for me. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm thinking too much about it.
1: I don't know if it's a deal breaker per se for me because I do think, I think it's like very common for people to have problems with their in-laws. At least in my experience, like my mom and my grandmother, my dad's mom Hmm. never got along ever. And I wouldn't want to ever repeat that in my life. Like I think for me that provided a lot of awkwardness because I love both my grandmother and my mom. And when they fought, it was, like, so awkward. And, like, even, like, I don't think my dad, like, loved our grandfather, like, my mom's Mm -hmm. dad. But um, I think that's common in marriages, that you don't really, like, always
0: love the family that you're marrying into. It's But that's why I wondered if that's her experience, because it seemed like she had quite a reaction i don't know yeah well definitely i mean the fact that ruby
1: like really set lisa up to be in the firing line of like thousands of people online especially in a Mm. very heated political time i think that is kind of like bullying her in a way (laughs) yeah she's taking something that was very private and like maybe easily misconstrued and like, making it very public for people. I know.
0: <gasps> but it's interesting. And at, at least in the U.S., mm-hmm. like, Ruby is more famous than yeah. Lisa, too. So, it does feel like um, punching down. Yeah. I know. And Ruby has a very loyal following. So,
1: then in November, Lisa gets married. And Jess posts a photo oh. at her wedding. And Jess is in a new relationship with a, an American musician named Kai Carlton, who was actually 12 years younger than her. He's 21. She's 30. What wow. um, the hell? She posted a picture from the wedding with Kai sitting in her lap and the caption says luckiest. Or she's sitting on his lap and the caption says oh luckiest. And then Ruby commented, congratulations. <gasps> so happy for you both. Oh, and
0: that's then, nice.
1: Yeah, it's nice. But then Jess responded, I <laughs> I i love this stuff like i hate to say it but i do Mm -hmm. (laughs) ruby um or jess wrote back I have requested you not contact me for over four months now. You have, oh uh, you have been given my grace of being ignored on every other private platform. So the fact that you continue to ignore this to contact me here publicly under the guise of wishing me well is continued harassment. <gasps>
0: can't believe she said that publicly isn't that crazy oh <laughs> so, wow that's okay. so
1: messy but so like i wonder <laughs> not saying that i fully believe Jess a hundred percent but like ruby must be contacting her nonstop, which i do yeah. think it seems like ruby was the one that was broken up with
0: hmm
1: why do you think? Why do I think that?
0: Yeah. Well, I, th- I mean, wh- no, no. Not why do you think it, but why do you think Jess broke up with her? If you had to guess.
1: Well, uh, Jess actually kind of reveals it a little bit later. Oh, okay. All right. So. I'll just hang tight. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, it's, that's crazy. That's like really bold <laughs> of Jess to respond that way. I know. <laughs> Uh. if someone won't leave you alone though and then they commented publicly on your instagram you would probably be like enough is enough like um i have to embarrass you for you to stop harassing me like this wow and then ruby responded this is news to me copy that good vibes only Mm (laughs) Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be okay. Let's take Ruby's perspective. Now playing cool. Yeah, let's take Ruby's perspective. Did what if she only... hasn't been contacting Jess at all, and Jess just said that for no reason? That would be kind of. What if up. she
0: has been, but didn't know it was so unwanted? Maybe. Somehow. That's true. And is really
1: sad. I mean, Ruby's <laughs> making it seem as if she hasn't been contacting Jess at all. Like, I just find it hard to believe that Jess would comment that if it yeah me too but maybe i mean we don't know i doubt it that's really aggressive yeah if it wasn't true i mean to be honest with you i don't think (laughs) i think it's like unhinged to begin with unless you're on very good terms for so this is a hard launch that jess did with her new boyfriend like this is the first time they posted something. I think it would be unhinged for you to comment on your ex's Instagram photo of a hard launch in yeah. a new relationship. So happy for you both. Like that's no, you're not. Like let's not play games here. <laughs> yeah, that
0: is kind of crazy. Yeah, I would be very weirded out <laughs> if my ex post commented on. <laughs> yeah i would be i mean i would be freaked out and then even more if he had been contacting me and i said stop it yes that's
1: kind of scary
0: actually Mm. because then also you're like i don't
1: want my new partner to see that
0: yeah it's embarrassing Mm -hmm. so then in
1: 2019 it's february and the veronicas are doing an interview with stellar magazine and are asked about their rumored feud from 2007 and Jess says We were so connected, so close. For that to be a threat to anybody has been one of the hardest things. Wait, I thought their
0: fight was in 2017.
1: Oh, did I say 2007?
0: I think so. Oh,
1: yeah, 2017, sorry. She says, Jess says... We were so connected, so close, for that to be a threat to anybody has been one of the hardest things for me to understand. Nobody should feel like they can force themselves into your life how it suits them when it's toxic and unwarranted. Hmm. Which really makes it seem as if Ruby was trying to tear the sister sisters apart. That's why. I don't know. So Mm. then in March, the Veronicas finally release new music after a really long time on hiatus. And their first single since 2017 is titled Without You, which is seemingly about leaving a controlling relationship. And Mm. um, one of the lines is, I know that you would rather keep me in a prison I can't leave but the truth is, you can never take my freedom without me. Hmm. And I just thought that interesting. was interesting because Prison. Oh. Orange is the New Orange Black. Orange is the New Black. <laughs> and Without Me, isn't the song that they did together like With You or something? But yeah, I think it's obviously about Ruby. And then there's another song called Think of Me, which is about an ex-lover. And the lyrics are, Mm. do you miss me in your sheets? Do you miss me in your bed? The way we talk all night, the way I gave you head. Do you think Mm. that she's the one or do you just pretend? And when she says it's love, will you think of me instead? You got your initials around my neck, one of a kind. She have one yet and I bet you charge her rent to sleep at your house. And if she's ever late, I bet you kick her out six times in parentheses, mm. which is like makes me think they broke up six times. I underestimated Whoa. how complicated you are. I don't miss being hated. I don't miss fighting your war. Bet you miss me in your sheets. Bet you miss me in your head. And then there's repeat. And then Jess told the news corp Ooh. in an interview this song is our sarcastic, comedic way of looking at a relationship, which, under all of it, was incredibly painful and tough. So we find ways to laugh. Wow! And they filmed this. Oh no, sorry. The song before that was with Ruby. It was called "On Your Side." So never mind about that. Okay. Um, but they deliberately filmed this music video in the same location where they had filmed the on your side music video to make new memories. So, it's pretty oh. obviously about Ruby. Yeah. Cuz especially Lisa just Lisa just got married. I don't think she has any recent exes, so. Yeah. Um so Jess goes on the Kyle and Jackie O show and she is asked about her breakup with Ruby and she says, "You know, it's a very complex relationship. I'm still trying to come to terms with the reality of it." every day so it's really hard to explain to anybody there was just so much that happened so much that i can't even get into at the end of the day i think mm. the most important thing to remember is that we're all human beings people have their struggles people have their inner demons people have their own stuff going on for me it was time to leave that situation and be as a happy and healthy and be as happy and healthy as i deserve to be mm. very nice response and yeah. in the same interview, Jess said that the feud between her and Lisa was her fault and that she had to work through some stuff in her own life. And then Lisa hmm. very sweetly says, definitely not your fault, Jesse."
0: Oh. Which, okay. <laughs> definitely makes it seem like uh, third least, person. Yeah, <laughs> um, Definitely saying
1: it's Ruby's <laughs> fault. <laughs> yeah. But... I think it's oh, nice man. that Lisa is very forgiving and supportive of her sister, it seems. That is nice. In November 2019, the Veronicas released a reality TV series about their life called The Veronicas, Blood is for Life, and in it, they talked about oh. how they didn't speak for an entire year, which is crazy.
0: <gasps> that is n- that's really long for sisters to not talk. Yeah,
1: That must have been really serious. Whoa. And Jess said, I was in a relationship that wasn't good for me. I became isolated. I had (gasps) nobody anymore. I only had my relationship. And then she starts Mm -hmm. crying. And she says, although I have so many regrets in staying as long as I did and not standing up for myself, I did the most that I could and love that person the best I could. I do so much work on the idea of acceptance and forgiveness and whatever happens from there is that person's karma. Mm. They will continue to manifest what their life is and I will continue to manifest what is for me. And then Lisa says in the documentary or the reality show, when someone goes through that kind of relationship that Jess was in, it's not like one day they wake up okay and you forget all those different things Mm -hmm. you were made to feel.
0: Man, oh, it sounds like it really, really tore her up, and like still kind of did. And oh, yeah, it
1: sounds like she's saying it was like an abusive, an emotionally abusive relationship, or at mm. least a toxic
0: one. Mm-hmm. But there probably is also so much sadness that, like, it did go that way, and that it couldn't work out, and mm-hmm. that it wasn't. That's also wasn't really able to be good.
1: That's a really hard thing when you're in a relationship where it is isolating from the other people in your life, too. And I don't know if that's necessarily, Mm -hmm. like, a tactic that, like, was going on here or whatever, but then I feel like that makes it even harder to leave because you're like, well, everybody in my life hates me because of this relationship that I'm in.
0: Mm. So,
1: like, who is there to turn to? But it's nice that, like, it seems like for Jess, her sister was still there with open arms. And, I mean, when you're a twin... You guys might not know that I'm a twin. <laughs> yeah. Like that's your built-in best friend. Like the I yeah. I can only imagine how heartbreaking that must have been for Lisa that her sister was in this relationship that was like taking her away from her. I know.
0: She might have thought that
1: was how it was going to be forever. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't write this down, but Lisa also said in the reality show like, "Oh, I became the enemy in this mm-hmm. relationship." I could see, too, maybe, like, not saying that Ruby Rose necessarily felt this way, but, like, maybe someone might feel threatened dating someone who's an identical twin because when you're a twin, you do have such a close bond with your twin, Mm. and you're joined at the hip, you're always doing things together, and a partner might not necessarily understand that when they want to be your number one, but you already have a number one since the
0: day that you were born, you know? Hmm. Interesting. That's so weird to me, though, because I feel like it's so different being romantic with someone or being a sibling. Like, even when, I don't know. I just... I would hope that Ruby Rose wouldn't be so jealous about that because like what the heck it's not the same and (laughs) i know but like i
1: think it would take a very insecure person to be threatened by that Mm -hmm. but like i think some people might still i think some people do get jealous of things that even aren't like in a romantic threat to them interesting even that's why like honestly i think that's why in-laws feud with each other right though because like it's like, oh, you're taking my son away. Like,
0: <laughs> maybe you know, yeah. They like, but get possessive. But I'm just saying, like, I don't. I feel like at least I don't know. Just looking at myself, that's the only point of reference I really have. I feel like I've never felt jealous of anyone I've dated, like their friends or their siblings, or I. I don't know. I just can't even picture that. I know. I I feel jealous of like an ex girlfriend or like someone who's like romantically competitive with me, but not no one else i might not really like them but i don't know
1: sometimes i will say i was hanging out with my best friend marissa with her boyfriend and i just said to her boyfriend casually like oh who's your best friend like just to like learn a little bit more about him and he goes yeah marissa and i feel like (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> the jealousy that i suddenly felt that he. okay but that. that's still not what i'm talking about though because you're not marissa's boyfriend i know i'm talking yeah. about <laughs> ruby ruby being jealous of her girlfriend's sibling i just can't really picture that but maybe she just didn't like her yeah
1: some people do get jealous of like their like Let's say you're dating a guy and he's so close like with his mom and he tells his mom everything and, like his it's like you're not even jealous like obviously. Like oh they're gonna leave me for because it's like a family member, Mm -hmm. but maybe you're jealous of like the closeness that they had. That like if push come to shove, like you would pick this person over me or something, which is a very possessive mentality. Like I don't think I -hmm. think it's a good thing that you can't relate to that because you're like secure in that sense. But I think a very insecure (laughs) person might get bothered by that. I'm just like no one would ever feel that way. No, I think some people do though. I think like because they're like you would agree with your family member over me. Hmm. Hmm. I think. That's tough. I think you'd have to be very argumentative. And I do get the sense that Ruby is a little argumentative. Because it does seem like she is getting involved in arguments with people a lot. But I feel bad because she also has a very troubled past and it's like that might be a part of it she yeah, always that, oh, so tough yeah she it seems like she I think she's gone through so much trauma in her life that like she does feel like she always has to be like tough and Defensive. aggressive and yeah <laughs> Every, there's always different perspectives like no one's necessarily yeah. right or wrong there are so then just a little updates Jess got engaged to her boyfriend Kai but then they actually saw wow. it in 2020 during the pandemic. Oh. I think they were long distance Sorry. because of COVID. And um very sadly the twins mother ended up passing away in 2021 of mm. that disease which obviously was very hard for both of them. Um but rest in peace. Yes. Um Colleen I keep forgetting how to pronounce her last name. Orgalacio? <laughs> probably said it several different ways throughout this episode <laughs> and happy times were ahead for jess though she began a new relationship with a woman named alex smith um I think that's the name. and they hmm. are now engaged so nice Wow. That's good. Good. (laughs) In 2018, Ruby Rose um, started playing Batwoman on the CW show called Batwoman, but she also appeared as Batwoman in the shows The Flash, Arrow, and Supergirl. Since then, I think she stopped playing Batwoman. Um, But then very recently, in February 2023, Ruby announced on her Instagram that she's going to write a book. And she posted Mm. in her story, and she said the truth it will piss a lot of people off dot 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 but maybe you should have been better question mark excited to be free excited to tell the (laughs) truth on the sisters how horrific you were on the sisters (laughs) yeah like on the sisters question mark how horrific you were and then she says imagine mistaking kindness for weakness so basically saying that she's gonna like exposed the veronica sisters in her memoir. what i want to read this i know yeah <laughs> this this episode could that's, definitely have a follow-up
0: that's really aggressive yes
1: and this is years later at this point this is like five years oh later gosh. four years later what mm-hmm. i don't i don't really know even like who ruby has dated since then but it seems like she's still kind of upset about this And then later she went on a radio show, um, Nova's FM, Fitzy, and Whip in Australia. And she said that she had posted that story because she was writing about her past trauma and she felt very triggered. And then she said, to be honest, I stumbled across a picture from The Pitch Perfect 3, the premiere, and I'd forgotten that just how I looked. I'm very emaciated. And so that's why I wrote what I wrote. But what the book really is and what matters to me is... To me, to kind of change the narrative of it, it's not some sort of tell-all like Prince Harry. It's sort of, here are (laughs) some things that happened that are pretty hard. I want it to be more of an inspiring book as opposed to, you know, just a revenge book. And it's not a gossip book. It's definitely not a book I should be writing without my therapist. Hmm. By it That
0: post seemed very revenge <laughs> gossip,
1: but Yeah, it did. <laughs> On the sisters, oh how but horrific okay. yeah. you were. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's so gossipy. It's actually
1: crazy because like Ruby was the one that posted that very nice and like cordial breakup post. So it's like I don't think that yeah. you then can be like, Oh, you were horrific, unless you're talking about <laughs> after the fact. But like This is so confusing. I know. I mean, I guess, like, Jess has said a lot of things that indicate that Ruby was toxic. So I could understand, in Ruby's perspective, wanting to tell your side of the story, but... Yeah. I don't know. That's gotta suck. I think... I don't think it really makes Ruby, unfortunately, look any less toxic by posting on Instagram that she's gonna, like, expose them.
0: Mm. I don't know. Mm. Maybe she should just move on. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Just because you were, just because maybe someone thought you were toxic in a relationship, like, you can change. Yeah, I think so. You can be better. (laughs) I don't know. Or maybe it was all made up. Oh, my God. (laughs) I just think it's, like, I think there's...
1: I don't, we don't know them. I don't want to give my opinion, but I'm getting the sense like Ruby is a little bit aggressive here. And Mm. she does, it does seem like she repeatedly has conflict with people. And to me, the fact that these sisters who were so close their entire lives and then they start having conflict, it seems because of Ruby is a telltale sign to me. But like maybe, but that doesn't mean Ruby. She could have a whole, totally different perspective. Like, I'm, I, we don't know, but... Mm-hmm. Doesn't Ugh. doesn't really look good to me. Me neither. <laughs> like, I'm probably on Jess's side. I'm probably picking her in the custody battle. <laughs> <laughs> I th-
0: Yeah, I think... I don't know if we're at that point yet, but I think I would pick her, too. We are,
1: yeah. I don't really have any other information.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if someone... If one of them got
1: custody of me, I think I would have to pick Jess. Yeah, it does seem like Ruby had a really tough time with the breakup, and I think that happens. So sometimes, like people, I mean, they're really heartbroken, and then they just try to try to think of like how the other person was the bad guy and the villain, and yeah, it's just it's unfortunate that it seems like years later she has a worse opinion of it than when it actually yeah. had ended
0: but I can't believe that <laughs> I know isn't that crazy yeah <laughs> I thought when they got back together I was like oh my gosh <laughs> and then I was even gonna say like I thought to myself okay even if they did wake up again like maybe they'll get back together but now I feel like no be probably if I mean they did. I don't I don't think it would be impossible but Jess seems like she's learned a lot from this and mm-hmm. reflected on it and now kind of distance herself and so I can't really imagine that happening again. No, I think it's over for good. That's sad for the people that really loved them. And I know. Them.
1: Can you imagine if Rob and Kristen what were a saying stuff about each other like this?
0: Oh, I would be so upset. Because I also never want to pick sides with them. I know. Yeah, I, I think yeah. there's
1: probably like a five percent chance three percent chance that they'll get back together
0: yeah maybe three
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> i would never say zero
0: <laughs> that would be too closed-minded mm-hmm. <laughs> but
1: wow to me that was so
0: interesting to me
1: it seems like ruby is still hung up on Jess in a way like the fact that you're even on instagram talking about them years
0: later I don't yeah, know. It does seem that way. Wow. I, I'm curious to read that book, and that's cool, because I really didn't know anything about them, and now by the end of this, I'm like, I would read her book. Yeah, part. yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 hopefully,
0: wow. Hopefully Ruby
1: doesn't come for us, but. <laughs> um, cool. Yes, yeah, so that's the
0: episode. Jesus, two hours. okay. <laughs> Thank you to Janneke. Yes. I hope I'm saying your name right. But thank you for suggesting that. That was
1: really cool. Yeah, that was such a good idea. And thank you any Australian listeners who have tuned in. Um, Yep. Hope to visit your country someday. (laughs) Uh, And yes, with that, I'll tease our next episode. And I think this will give it away. But... This is a pretty... I'm actually
0: confused on what yours is.
1: <laughs> Though this will be a timely episode about a recent okay. breakup that has been in the headlines. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I think this Because pretty- you changed it. Yeah, I changed it. Yeah. yeah. Can't wait. So, I think you guys probably might already know what it is, but... Developing story.
0: Find out. <laughs> <laughs> and we always, we always ask people to guess on our Instagram, too. Mm. And
1: then reveal... Are you going to post today? I guess A guest today?
0: Yeah, yeah. I I am going to, but I have to find a good picture. I know.
1: Though. That's
0: cool. hard. <laughs> it mm-hmm. is hard. I'm afraid with this one, people are going to be like, what? Yeah. I don't know who that is. I guess I can
1: say on this one that it's the Zelda and F. Scott Fitzgerald Because oh, yeah, you guys already know at this point. Yeah,
0: yep. Yeah. That one's coming out this week.
1: We're talking to the future people right now.
0: Yeah, crazy. Cool. Well, thank you, Mel, and thank you, everybody, for listening.
1: And we'll get back together next week. <laughs> Is your Bye.
0: Heart with pain? Shall I come back again? Tell me, dear.